the adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a four-year-old, as of tonight, and a six-year-old. <laughs> and my name is Jeff. I have an 11-year-old and an eight-year-old. <laughs> I was watching this. Okay, this is really tangent. I didn't... This, is, this wasn't in our show notes. Apologies for that. I was driving... Uh, a kid, to, my kid, to the park to one day, and I was looking to the side. Old man, and I've drive, I've driven, driven past to this park many times. Old man is just sitting in his driveway. This guy is like always there. This is his thing. Now, now, firstly, no shame. The man, if that's if that guy is happy there, you do you. You like you chase your bliss. That's fantastic. So, and there is something to be said about calm, quiet reflection. So, just be clear. I don't care to throw a lot of shade. At the same time, that seems real boring. And do you think as we, uh, those who kind of grew up with technology and even most importantly to the show, games, mm-hmm. like retirement's going to be awesome, right? It, <laughs> right? It will be. Like, I mean, there's going to be so much time. There's going to be nobody around and nothing to do. <laughs> it's going to be great. You could sit out there still, but have a Switch or something, you know, remote play, your PS4, your Xbox, all good. It's like the porch setup is going to be so choice. <laughs> like yeah. the, old, the old rocking on the porch will just be same scenario, but there's just a flat screen and a PS, well, probably 12 at that point, whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, exactly. You get your headphones clicked in, everything's good. Maybe VR. Maybe you're out there in VR, just like on the deck. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, I, I think about... Like, I don't like to be chasing retirement all the time, but like just the thought of it sometimes, like <laughs> I'm gonna see when I see some current people who are retired, and it's like you have if you were just into gaming, you would have so much. And think about the next ten years, twenty years of backlog that we're gonna build up. Right. There's gonna be I so mean, many things we've never touched. Absolutely, you could finally finish like Fallout or Skyrim or something. That <laughs> <laughs> I'll finally beat God of War. That's right. There you I'll go. I'll finally Perfect. beat Dad of War. It's coming yes. up. Yes, right, Grandpa, so, Dad of War. Now, another thing that works great on the porch is a beer. We have beer picks of the week. At least I do. Jeff's taking <laughs> the night off. Oh, God. And, which is just fine. Now, myself, continuing my world tour, I took a dip back into America last week. I uh, have another American beer for next week, which I'm excited about. But this week, we're heading to Germany. Oh. And this is Germany's number one beer. Germany's number one Weiss beer. Weissbier, Weissbier. Do you have any insight into how that's supposed to be I'm not, pronounced? I, I'm riding with whatever you say right now. So that sounds <laughs> Ap- correct. Apology to our German listeners. Yeah. We'll say Weissbier. Okay. But this is, oh man, the pronunciation of this one. Polner Munchen. Munchen, yeah. We'll go Weissbier. And for me, there's a lot of these, and I was kind of, my general assessment of it is it feels like it's going to be steeped in history. There'll be certain high expectations as far as like this is what a german output beer is like so i don't think you're gonna find passion fruit and cloves (laughs) (laughs) i think it's gonna be very much kind of like straight down the middle i will say that's very much what i got with this beer okay and it's delicious absolutely delicious like it's real nice it's clean crisp it's a wheat beer so it's got all those kind of characteristics to it but straight shooter quite delicious you could see um you, I, I could understand why it'd be number one, but it, I, I, I honestly think if, if you'd ever handed me a beer from Germany, yeah. this is exactly what I would expect. Oh, yeah? 
So yeah. you're all ready for Oktoberfest. You're gearing up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeff and I were talking about before the show, we do need to wind down the summer of beers as we do enter into September. Yes. So, you know, I think we probably got a couple more weeks left. I think we're going to top it off with a pumpkin beer. Small <laughs> salute to a friend of the show, Demat, from yep. uh, Twitter. <laughs> Join him in that. But I think the pumpkin beer will represent the <laughs> the true end of summer, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, and there's a lot out there right now. So um, we'll see how they, they fare. Yeah. Little taste buds. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see how it, it it'd be it'd really be bad to end on a sour note. No. Oh, it's like yes. this beer sucks. <laughs> the <laughs> end. <laughs> uh, now I wanted to uh this is a bit of a downer for the show, but I think it dovetails nicely into uh fatherhood and dealing with loss and sadness with your kids. Uh unfortunately this week uh, myself and our family, we had to put down our pug, a pug named Moogle, uh, coming up on 12 years. A phenomenal dog, just real amazing companion, everything else. I think uh, in a note I'd written, I think the biggest takeaway for me was that I often had thought when I was young, like, why is it that charities for dogs, uh, other outreach programs for dogs always got such immediate support, but then people sometimes had a harder time helping other people. And right. ultimately, I think when you look at how a dog looks at you, how a dog loves you, how it's just so pure and unencumbered by anything else, like it's just absolute without any thoughts behind it, nothing expected back. Like it, it's so, it becomes this burden, not burn, it, be, it behooves you to treat them with everything because they've given you everything they are mm-hmm. and expecting nothing back. And to receive that type of, Love and companionship is amazing. So I think that's why uh, we so adore our dogs. So it, it certainly was a, a big hit, uh, really sad around the house. It was interesting. When my kids entered the picture, uh, this was already a kind of old, kind of grumpy dog. Okay. Yep. <laughs> like, he was fine. He tolerated them. He was never mean to them. Yeah. But ultimately, it just, he was not the, the kid-friendly play with puppy type of dog let's all go to the park you know i think i think what would have been a lot worse is if we got him as a puppy when he when they were young and they kind of grown up together and then they pass instead it's more like they came in oh there's this grumpy uh, loaf of bread that hangs out (laughs) on the couch (laughs) and now he's not here anymore so i mean i I was a bit more curious because i know jeff you and your family had a pet pass Yes, and your kids being a bit older, I think there's a bit of a better, bigger connection. So, I I don't want to say dodge a bullet's not the right way to say it. That no, almost, that almost sounds glib, but it's just there was not the connection that my kids had to the dog. So it was a very easy explanation. They're like, oh, he he died, he's gone. So yeah. Yes, yeah. that's and then that's it. So the, I would be curious, almost from just a experience point of view, and for dads listening, what. Uh, how did it go down and what worked well in your family kind of working through the grief of losing a pet? Uh, yeah. So my dog passed in, last December. She was 15. So she 15, was at the nice. top end of her age. She was awesome. And again, like you said, like it's just like this dog that kind of lived through everything that your life has kind of changed. So like, mm. you know, when we got married and first kid, second kid, house, car, like 
there's pictures of your dog everywhere yeah. so <laughs> oh that is like that is killer we have uh smart devices that like scroll through old photos yeah yeah and just every time it's like and there he was on the first car and there he was with the first kid yeah, and there is right <laughs> there is it's like this um like living scrapbook like mm. that kind of followed you around so um my kids were a little bit older so my oldest was you know my dog would have been five when uh, he was born, and then mm. seven, eight, when my second was born. My second, though, my youngest, adored our dog. Like, mm. we have pictures and videos, of, like, they're just, my dog would just lick his face, right? Mm. Like, so he has very fond memories. He was heartbroken when things happened. It happened quite quickly. So, like, even, like, the situation did not go down mm. uh, that well. Like, we weren't, you know, prepared for that day. Um, so he was kind of, like... You know, it was like that shock, like ripped from yeah, yeah, yeah. his his usual routine, right? Because you would wake up and pet the dog and, and stuff. But what helped us, like, kind of come down from that was um, just, like, all the stories and all the memories um, mm. that he had. And, you know, we got, like, the little paw prints, and they painted the little paw prints and stuff. But, <laughs> and I'm not trying to make light of it, but it's just what kids do. Yeah. My kid, because it was virtual school and a pandemic, We'd hear him chime into class like every day for like two, three weeks. Just like, hi, everybody. Elton here. My dog died. So I would just like everyone to know (laughs) that I'm still kind of sad about it. But my dog did die. I'm kind of sad, you know, and then just continue on with the class. Like that was it. He just needed to get that out and let everyone know. It's kind of nice that he's in touch with that, too. He's not afraid to show uh, vulnerability. That's kind of nice, actually. Yeah, no, but that's, you know, that's, and that's how he got through it. My oldest kind of like, um, maybe, maybe more like he wasn't as connected, but he did have a hard time. Then he wrote a story about her and that mm. kind of got it out with him. So like that helped. But again, my youngest just kind of acknowledging those feelings and getting through them mm. helped. Like that was a lot. And then like a lot of the artwork that came home from class was like, oh, he drew her a lot. Like <laughs> he was just like <laughs> best buds uh with her dog so like that was good to see too so he's got yeah. those memories and you know you're always when, wondering like when do those memories fade and you know uh, must be like stab tiny stabs in the heart for you because we, we've been getting sent you know i made some posts and people were being incredibly kind like everybody's i think uh can relate to the pain yeah. of it yeah <laughs> and i remember this one night we're reading this story that describes like where dogs go and how you'll see them again type of thing and we're just like bawling yeah at the yeah. end of it because like because people are sending these wonderful, beautiful messages, and then you think about something, and it's just like, woof. Like, yes. It just punches you in the gut. So I don't know if you had that reaction with the drawings, or at that point, things had kind oh, of solved a bit. And... Yeah, no, I, I, I myself was, like, full on tears um, every single time that, you know, it would just conjure up those um, those feelings and those memories would just come back. And a lot of people that, like, when, I guess, my dog died, um a lot of people would donate to the Humane Society in her mm. name, and then you get those letters back like three to four months later, and you're like, "Oh God!" Uh, like, <laughs> this back. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot right now. But so uh, the... no, it, you know, it's one of those things that. So how would you summarize that? So that was the um, having them express their emotions, uh, work, and it sounds like a lot of it kind of happened in their own time. So it didn't sound like you're trying to force them out of it, but it sounded like they worked through it with creativity as far as like stories drawings yeah um, and announcements one of your son's re- announcements <laughs> <laughs> well one, one was just like very open about it and kind of everybody allowed him to grieve so 
Sounds like that was sort of how the family moved on. Yeah, like it was something that we kind of uh, kept watch on just to see how they would react and if they Mm. were turning in because we didn't want them to turn in, right? And I think part of that, you know, not to like down the show too much, but if I express my emotion and just be like, you know, movie macho guy like is crying Mm. over his, you know, little nine pound dog. um, Not again, not to. It's just how society works. Like, you know, guys aren't told not to cry. Uh, or it's like a weakness to teach that to your kids like hey that emotion's cool like that is how you get this out that's how you process it that's Mm -hmm. how you move on like all that stuff i think my kids are more in tune to that and that was good to see yeah again heartbroken from it but like good to see like they're getting that stuff out that is true i have a lot of faith uh i think most parents that i interact with now like they all seem to be attuned to that or it's like you know when we were growing up it started to come around so i can't really say we came from an age where no cry no emotions i I think there's some remnants of that still yeah as far as like the culture it kind of like passed on through like media and television stuff but i think we had started to see like no no you guys should probably have emotions (laughs) have emotions yeah you probably should yeah and now this generation i wonder if you see the same thing with most parents that i know it's sort of like no no no, like look this macho nonsense is not good or healthy so just Man, yeah. you want to be sad, you be sad. If you want to do that thing, you want to dance, man, I don't care. Go do that. That's fine. That's awesome. So it's, exactly. it feel, feels like we're moving on. Yeah. Like, we even offered, like, hey, you want to take a couple of days off school? Like, and my kids were like, no. What are you talking about? Like, I want to go share this with my friends. I'm like, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> you had free free days off school. Now they're probably kicking themselves. But, like, no, no, no. They wanted to share their feelings with their friends. So I'm like, oh, that's a yeah. very adult way of looking at things. So it's good. Yeah. Here, man. So, uh, cheers to Moogle. Yes. Uh, cheers to your dog as well. So, dog's name? Uh, Bella. Bella. So, cheers to Bella. Bella. Cheers to Moogle yes. and any other dads with a pet there. Uh, we're blessed to have them in the life, so we have them. Show us what love can be and gives us something to aspire to. So, Absolutely. thank you, Moogle, for everything. Now, we had a great tweet from good friend of the show, Bill, from A Gamer Looks at 40, which, by the way, I hate. <laughs> I should almost apologize for Bill for like him being the transition after that. <laughs> well, <laughs> but the um, a very well emotionally balanced and strong man, Bill, that runs an awesome podcast. A gamer yes. looks at forty. Uh, <laughs> on our previous episode, we had talked about how it's all of these craft beers just always seem to want to crack at like eight, like six, eight, twelve. Like they get kind of up there. Yeah, and they it's do. Like, these craft beers are delicious, but man, I can't be having more than one. It's like, I, I got dad stuff to do. Yeah. So, so Bill from a game where looks at 40 comes around and gives his summation of the last 15 minutes that he had gone through. Step one, turned on new dad gaming as I do, as I do some light editing. Step two, listen to their weekly beer picks. Step three, hear them claim 6% beer is a bit high. <laughs> Step four, go to beer fridge. Step five, find nothing under 8%. Highest is 15.7. I don't know where that is, but that's crazy. I think that beer is called Jack Daniels. I don't know what beer you're talking about. And step six, return to computer, question life choices. Oh, I mean... You know, hey, all if, those beer choices are great. So <laughs> if you have beer choices in the fridge, your life choices are working out real yeah, nice. So, absolutely. Oh man, I, man, I, I honestly, legitimately was laughing out loud at the thought of it because, like, we're we're sitting here complaining about sixes, and he's already right? well past eight, all up to fifteen. 
right? Well, I was going back in the episodes, just be like, okay, no, every single time we were like, oh, man, I can't have more than one of these because I'll be asleep on the couch. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, <laughs> you know, he's at 15% saying, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> this does not phase me. I've had to I've had to slow my roll sometimes. Let's say we're at a barbecue or something and sipping a beer, a friend hands me and this, you start to feel it a lot quicker than you'd expect. Yes. And yep. you're in the midst of family situation. You got kids running around. Then you look at it, you're like, oh, 12. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to need to just reel. Could yeah. I, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll have a couple glasses of water first. Yes. I'm going to slow the roll. That energy has to be, uh, yeah, kick back a notch. So, oh, hashtag dad life. Absolutely <laughs> adore it. So, cheesing, cheesing in video games. Yes. Does it improve with age? I think it does. What do you think? <laughs> cheesing <I> absolutely, absolutely <laughs> does. <laughs> I absolutely do. Now, let me give some context for this. So, cheesing, this is where you are fighting a huge boss, but you hide behind a rock and they can't get to you. So you're just like pinging them slowly and you kill them. You, you know, find a vantage point where they can't get you. So you're able to defeat somebody you have no business defeating. Right. With patience, a bit of ingenuity and some dumb luck. Yeah, so, yeah. And it feels so satisfying. Let me let me give, set the stage for why I bring this up. Okay. In Hades, I'm using God mode, which I had labeled, which, by the way, everybody, just please play Hades. Okay. Yes. Everyone. I, I will. <laughs> Dad. You're I, talking to me. Yeah. Dads, I really do suggest it. Like it is, it is something. Anyways, it has what I call dad mode. They call god mode. Every time you die, you take two percent less damage. Okay. You, you have damage resistance. So over the course of the game, was playing through, playing through. It was going up pretty nicely because <laughs> I'm That's not good. doing yeah. great. Yeah. So next thing you know, like I'm at thirty, like thirty six percent, right? Okay. And I did uh, beat it. Which nice. Is, hooray, okay, good. wonderful. Yay. Which is awesome. Uh, there's a lot of content, though. I, I don't want to get too spoilery. There's a lot of kind of interesting stuff that happens. I'm, I'm about to go through it all. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of content left over that if you continue to do runs, like you kind of unlock, you get to see things. And this isn't just like cosmetics. There's, there's actually kind of interesting story bits that I want to get because I do all love right. this story. Yep. I don't want to keep beating the game, though. Because <laughs> I'm not good at this game. <laughs> right and it takes a while i don't i don't want to like have to do fruitless runs and fail so i get you i I get you so what i did over the course of like this evening is uh after you beat it you can put on additional challenges one of those challenges is that you only have five minutes to make it to like the next level of hell so your your run starts and you have five minutes oh great time limits okay yeah so what i do is i would start a new run yeah, and then I would walk away, <laughs> and, then I, and, then, and then in about five to ten minutes, I would come back. Like you know, like we offer dinner, like I'm helping some dishes. Let me go just a second. I'll go down, start a new run, and right. walk away. Oh my god! My character is now at eighty percent damage resistance, <laughs> which is the absolute max. Like that, I did some googling on it. That's as high as you can get. I'm a little disappointed. I kind of wish. Yeah, let they me won't get give the... you more than that. Come on. I kind of wish at least ninety, if not a hundred. Just give it to me. Like let me, <laughs> let Might me just well. completely cheese it. So anyway, so I had this whole scheme going, so I could just completely jack up his damage resistance, so that my runs are almost guaranteed to be successful. Because I was, I got pretty good at it. I I could always get to the end boss. He was always kind of tricky, but by the end, you know, that I I beat him soundly would be the right. probably way to say it. 
So now at 80%, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So I can kind of charge through these last runs to unlock the rest of the story. I mean, and, and the reason I knew you were going to be good at it is a tweet you had given recently from Dark Souls. Where, why don't you set up this clip? Because I was, again, this is another, I was howling when I saw this. It was perfect. Yeah, so Dark Souls won't give you that energy boost that you need to. They'll actually take away your energy. So every yeah. time you die, you take away. Um, but yeah, if you can cheese this game, because it is kind of, it's got some jankiness to it. And uh, especially because it's an old game, and it's been remastered. There is this one part where it's all a hub world and you can go wherever you want. And it doesn't tell you, hey, this is too hard for you. You shouldn't be here. And the only way you'll find out is if an enemy comes in and just, you know, bonks you on the head and you're done. So I was not supposed to be in the Valley of the Drakes. And the Drakes <laughs> are huge dragon-type creatures that are on cliffs. And I saw this huge, huge dragon. And I decided to hide outside of his attack range and just pelt it with arrows. 150 of them. <laughs> so what we're seeing on video is this humongous dragon yeah like a hundred yeah. times jeff's sign and he's just sitting by like slightly hidden behind the corner just pink yep pink yeah pink. just dwindling his health like five <laughs> at a time as a dragon sits there entirely unable to react and no nope. god like you beat a character what a good hundred times you're leveling Oh, easily. And the stuff I got from him was great. Like, now I'm, like, <laughs> super <overpowered>. equipped <laughs> to go through. But, yeah, absolutely. Like, if, if I could cheese this game, I mean, that, to me, is beating it. That is just finding a way past the whatever the game developer wanted me to do. Sorry I thought out of the box or out of the attack box. The attack box, nice. The hit box. I, what I was kind of curious about, and I get the feeling you feel the same thing as well, is that um what what drove me to do my nonsense in mm -hmm. getting it is that it was kind of it's fun like it was it was yeah. enjoyable to do that and then the rewards for doing it would be you know i'm gonna have so much such an easier time being able to just blast through this game so the yeah. entire act of cheesing it was fantastic and it's almost like especially now with kids and like limited game time the thought that like you can find these hacks to like get around and bend the game to your will so you can get out of it what you want is so gratifying right oh absolutely and i've brought my kids in on the cheesing of it um <laughs> come watch how daddy takes shortcuts yes absolutely. stay in school <laughs> and uh yeah no my oldest is all about it now so like he's the one that would do up the weapons list for dark souls and, and try to get me like all this stuff but he would try to find out like hey dad you can beat this boss if you go and like at this certain like location and just again just hit it from there and you're you're safe i'm like you know what son you've learned a lot this is great <laughs> thank you for helping dad it's like you know handing dad the wrench to fix the car it's like thank you son this is great i love it that is amazing let's cheese oh. the game god yeah if any gaming dads have their own cheesy cheesing moments but i always enjoyed it it's a cheap thrill when i was a kid but now as <laughs> at, like this has just been a blast. I cannot wait to do my next run where it's just I'm not going to be taking barely any damage. It's no, no, absolutely not. You know, come on. Laughing to the bank. But... <laughs> <laughs> now, your kid is helping you with Dark Souls, but it also seems like he's helping himself to 
again your property for parties the second time part two so this this is a running trend <laughs> any listener to the show will uh go back a couple episodes to be like why is jeff's 11 year old handing out birthday invites for his own birthday party that we have not Did like not approve blessed <laughs> So this was not my oldest. This was my youngest who took cues from his brother, his of older course. brother, and said, hey, I would like to do a movie night. And he said this inside his head, not to us, and printed out movie tickets to invite all the neighborhood kids out to our property to have a movie night outside. Oh, I mean, come on. I don't understand it... where, again, ingenuity, great motivation. It's so initiative. frustrating. Is that like the... the... You had the idea, the execution, the creativity. You yeah. printed tickets. Yes. You were bold and sociable and inviting people. Right. It's about getting a community together. All great things. All great things. Great. Yes, absolutely. Slow clap. But it's a, it, it is a damn illegal block party. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't approve this. Yes. It's probably against pro, pro certain COVID protocols. Yeah, absolutely. Like yep. It's, I so badly want to appreciate it and encourage it, but like also, can you not? <laughs> can we not do this? Uh, yeah. And it, again, I'm not going to speak for all dads out there, but like to supervise 12 other kids is not my idea of Friday night fun. I'm no. just saying, like, it's just not. Um, great, great to show that initiative and like support your kids. But, oh, man, I have to go out and watch a movie that I've watched four times already. And mm. uh, it was just, it was a, it was a lot. But, again, um, we had a little talk with him afterward and be like, just, you know, you just need to check with us. You need to have that plan. You need to run it by us. Make sure everybody knows about it. Because yeah. parents are just dropping off their kids and then leaving. Oh, so... yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, you tell me just I, can like... just, I can just leave my kid at Jeff's house That's all day. That's what it is. Come on over, Trevor. Come Does on. Does he even have a kid? Down. I don't care. Just like just. Just leave a random kid. I'll take care of them for two hours. Then you got to take him back or he's got to go somewhere. I'll feed him. <laughs> yes, we did. We had popcorn and they had little cups. We had a little popcorn machine going. Had to. Of course you do. Well, now it's just a thing and now everybody wants to come back. So maybe we should have made it like a horrible experience where people don't want to come back. But <laughs> they want to do this next weekend. Actually, my kid said, how about tomorrow? I'm like, no, daddy's not ready for that yet no <laughs> we need some time in between this. yeah yeah let's let's go back to school for a bit and then go from there is, that, is it any sense of foreboding for you around them having house parties when you're not around they so they have the capability oh. they have the social structure of which they can sound the horn and they'll come out of the woodwork to your house like yeah i don't i don't know what happens when they get the high school champ I am terrified of that happening, and I'm terrified of leaving the house alone and having them just, like, run. Obviously, it can happen. It happens when they're 8 and 11 years old. Mm -hmm. So, God, what does high school and college look like? I don't know, man. Like, don't throw that thought out there. Like, maybe. <laughs> you got you got to prepare. It just doesn't feel like it's much of a – doesn't sound so much an if as it is a when. Really. It, it's a when, yeah. Absolutely. God, I know. That's fascinating, actually. Which which one of our kids? Probably you have such a huge age jump on ours. I, it'd have to be your kids that has the party. I mean, busting maybe up we the take odds on it. Gaming <laughs> <laughs> dad vote. That sounds great. Yeah. That's like the. What does that feel like for a gaming dad? Where it's, the first time you bust your kids having a party at your house. So, 
in our day, back in our day, back in our day, uh, parents would lock up all the alcohol. I'm yeah. more worried about my PS5. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You want to drink alcohol and be stupid about it and puke in the toilet, whatever. But you my PS5 better not be touched. You don't touch my save files. <laughs> That's right. I got a great That's run going in Hades. <laughs> yeah. If I come back here and you've, and you've <laughs> cheesed anything, it, I'll be so I, upset. I put it in rest mode. You can't touch it. Who touched my game? So, yeah. No, that's more of my concern. I'm, ta- I'm talking electronics. I'm not talking alcohol. I don't know. Yes. In case. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's it's a, a true fact. I it's don't a know. Different, it's, like a, it's a different time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Lord. All right. So, that's a, that's a happy note to end on. <laughs> I think so. Our dreading the future is about when we're going to actually break up parties with our kids. Oh. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it is, and we'll have a show on it, no doubt. Yeah. Even if we don't do the show, like, before then, we'll just come back as a special. Do you know oh, what I mean? Man. Like, God, it's going to be retired dad gaming. Yeah. Instead of new dad gaming, it's going to be the new iteration of the show, and it's just like, it's like, well, I have, like, 18 hours, 16 hours a day. I'm not doing anything, so I beat four games. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Totally different, yeah. Totally different. It all be like what works for your old man dexterity or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing else. Oh, I can't wait. All we got to do is survive for another thirty years of podcasting. That's that's the plan. I don't know. Yeah, that's well. This is a contract, as far as I'm concerned. So we're signed up. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody here will be listening then, as yes. we have to thank you for listening to this show. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major podcasting services. As you saw during this show, big shout-outs to A Gamer Looks at 40 and Bill, great friend of the show, uh, and a couple other tweets that came around. We really love to interact with fans and gaming dads. If you have your own uh, memorial for your dog or ways that you dealt with the loss of a pet with your kids and your family, if you have a particularly cherished cheese moment, <laughs> where you totally broke a game That's in the right. most gratifying way possible. We'd love to hear this type of stuff. You can find us at newdadgaming.com. On Twitter, you can find us at newdadgaming. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. If you do subscribe to the podcast, what really helps to us, well, a besides a subscription, is if you leave a rating and a comment on it. That really helps us get out there, be more noticed, and get out to gaming dads. So, Until next week, thank you everybody so much for listening. My name is Trevor, and I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old, an eight-year-old that held a block party. (laughs) Who knows what is going to happen in the future, but just so you know, just because you became a dad doesn't mean it's game over. 